what we're doing here today is kind of giving you a, a a live tattoo or uh john here so what we're gonna do is give him a little tattoo on his ring finger and show you all the process to set up uh how we do it how it gets down uh, and go from there you know what i'm saying a lot of people are afraid of getting tattooed they don't know what it's like they don't know how it is you know what i'm saying so when i fell and i brought it i brought up to your attention i was like man we should do it at the podcast because it's recorded really whenever, whenever you post it like people can see like oh, okay that's everything's clean everything's sanitary everything's wrapped barrier wrapped you know what i'm saying yeah. you got to have all your your bbps you know bloodborne pathogens and cross-contamination etc cetera, etc cetera. so it's, all that is what people all the legal shit yeah yeah <laughs> all, all that is what people when they go to a shop they want to make sure you know what you're doing you know one, and so that's pretty much what we're doing one thing i noticed about y'all is that like you don't make people feel intimidated like they're going to a, you know, like in your shop. It's not like blacked out and like, you know, big biker dudes are like, all right, what are you getting today? Like, you kind of drop your guard when you go in there. Dude. Oh, yeah. Why? Did, like, why? Why? Well, for one, you don't want to go. You don't want you don't want to get a tattoo with, with someone that's just you're just like uncomfortable. It just makes the whole process just not pleasant. So me and him, man, we could we'll talk your whole <clears throat> talk to us like you've known us for years. You know what I mean? So. We just make you so comfortable, and it just makes the tattoo process better. I, I feel good when I'm tattooing you. You <clears> feel good. I'm not trying to hurt you. We're not trying to make you uncomfortable. Like it hurts enough, so we, why make it harder? You know what I mean? How long have y'all been doing this? Uh, I've been. Ta I'm Caleb, by the way. More Caleb. Caleb, Caleb yeah. and Aaron. Curb appeal. <laughs> Curb appeal. Uh, what's the question? Oh, uh, I've been tattooing for like two years. Uh, Probably going on my over, third. Going on your third. Going on my third year. Yeah. Yeah, because we've had the shop. We're we're fairly new. We're not new to Curbo, but we we opened up the shop. Uh, July the tenth was our first mm. tattoo that we did out of the shop. And you know how they say moving silent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't don't tell people your moves. Yeah. Well, I didn't tell anybody what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of. Right, I just kind of really. Yeah, I just like everybody knows me. Tattoo Aaron. I used to, you know, and and not saying it was the right way, but uh, tattoo out of the house and you know get all the closer friends to come to the house and people that you would trust because it is the home environment, right? So we did that, but traffic started picking up. You know what I'm saying? And my wife is like, "Hey, so uh, you need to you need to do something else. Dude. Get a location, traffic, you know." So she told me that, and I'm just like, "All right, bet." And in the process, I, I got to know Caleb via social media. You know what yeah, I'm saying? We didn't even know we each didn't other. Even know each other. The very first time I met him was the very first day of the shop opened up. I was a house arrest too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so he been riding with me since day one, man. So so it's pretty much like a good a good team you gotta you know? tell them why you just really decided <clears throat> to open it though um which part uh, we were getting i was getting jammed up for tattooing yeah so <clears throat> he was uh being being tattooing out of the house is obviously illegal you know what i'm saying you can get a you can get a hefty fine um a lot more risk for uh hep c and stuff like that if you're mm. not tattooing in a clean environment now not to say that home tattoos are bad because honestly i've know i know of a lot of artists that do an too. amazing job with home tattoos you know what i'm saying like they're they're really good artists. do they still use the equipment or do they yeah everything is still 100 percent legit everything's still professional if they if they have knowledge if they it. have the knowledge of it because a lot of people that are starting off they ebay packages ebay stuff you know amazon tattoo machines for like 20 dollars amazon <laughs> amazon and, and granted amazon now sells pretty everything. much anything and everything yeah. it's like be a third party so if you buy stuff on amazon you're not necessarily buying it from the manufacturer you're a third party so who knows what they do they're just like package. a big ass walmart on there really yeah but uh man, yeah man. so we was doing that and uh caleb had got jammed up one time and yeah they came and shut me down they came and shut him down the department. wow <laughs> yeah, it's 
crazy. Yeah, so so you get you get you know sometimes you get I'm like in in, in any uh, uh, job or anything you're doing you got haters you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But if you got haters that means you're doing you're something, doing right. something right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You're, you're making an impact. You ruffle people, feathers, you know? you know, making an impact on the market. Um, competitors obviously that who's this guy they get intimidated yeah and I, I've seen that you know in, in all different aspects we've had a lot of different businesses on <clears throat> new ones and ones that have been in for a long time and you hear both sides of it and um, you know that, that means somebody's obviously intimidated and, and yeah. you know like who are these sure. guys but they created a monster though I ain't gonna lie yeah, yeah they, they created a monster so I have that gives a, you a <laughs> fuel you know yeah. it gives you it gives you like a, a, a better like a Man, I'm, I'm I'm doing something good. I'm, yeah. I'm getting it. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing at the time in my life. You know what I'm saying? At this point in time, I'm supposed to be doing that. You know, and it just keeps on snowball effect. You know, and you just keep going. Okay, you know what? So when that happened, I hit him up, and it was Facebook. I was like, "What's up, fool? Like, what's going on?" You know what I'm saying? So then, how how did you see his name at? Well, I'm gonna grab a drink real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so so Caleb, uh, both of us have a, a trouble path, right? Past. Uh, got in trouble in my youth and you know i went to went to prison and you know what i'm saying and that's where i pretty much started tattooing inside uh for, for money and you know making ends meet you know because i got in trouble i did some stupid stuff back in the day and i told my mom i said don't don't send me money don't come visit me let me own up to this and fend for myself pretty much and another reason why i told her that is because i had a, my dad did 20 years in the pen so i grew up without a dad right not saying that that's an excuse mm. but but it's you know, a, it without a, a father role, figure you does, know what i'm saying no guidance you know, being anything, you know, that's what society is. Um, and I'm not trying to get political here, but um, you need a father, you know, you, and you need a mother more than anything. Like, you know, when you have both, that sets you up for success. A lot of people um, you, and, and my my listeners know, too, I, I don't have a perfect past, dude. Like, you know, I've been in and out of jail, too, and, and I've uh, and not for like, you know, stealing, tagging up, whatever. But I, I used to drink a lot. You know, I'm coming up on six years, no beers. Yeah. And yeah, dude, two DWIs, PIs. Bring no shots. Yeah. Hey, that's okay, dude. I can be around you it. You can but be around it. You're strong enough now that you can yeah, control your Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I just don't think there's any judgment over here. No. Um, mm -hmm. I, I bet y'all get all kinds of walks of different life inside the tattoo studio. And that's why the ambience is so important, dude. You may get a, a, a lady who lost her child or a, an older person, younger person. Dude, it doesn't matter. Like... I think that's what's so important about being able to speak to anybody and having the ambience that y'all do. Comfortable with them too. Yeah. Making them feel, because I mean, I've met so many walks of life. It's it's crazy the people we be meeting. Yeah. I mean, every, everybody you can think of, I'm pretty sure we haven't met. Well, tattoos are becoming more socially acceptable. It's oh, almost yeah, like it's now crazy. if you don't have a tattoo, you're weird. What's wrong with you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we can make fun of you. You don't have a tattoo. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm ready when you are, dude. Yeah. All right. So, we'll so. Um, you're you're off. You're gonna put a print on me, right? I'm you ain't doing this freehand. No, so I'm freehand. He gets down though. Yeah. For 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 uh, cause freehand is hard, dude. Like you can't like it's easy to copy and paste something, but to freehand, that's a real artist right there. They're, that's a real artist for sure. So a lot of a lot of up and coming artists uh are are uh, like they call them stencil artists, mm -hmm. you know, or replication artists. Like you can replicate the image, <clears throat> excuse me, and then make it look immaculate, make it look badass, but then. Sometimes they get troubled with, oh, you know what? The the client says, I want, I need to change this a little bit, or can you add this? And they're like stumped. They're like, oh shit, I, I can't draw it. And they got to go to the computer and look for like an image that, let's say, tree leaves or something, and they're just not so comfortable with that. You know what I'm saying? But they can do a portrait. And they that's can, where the they art can emulate part comes it. They in. can replicate it. Whenever but you're stuck in those binds and you can't, 
and that artist kicks in. That's how you know you got a good artist too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> find your way out of the situation. Oh yeah, man. And the easy, the best way I feel like to test the artist is give them something so simple, so where they, if you can't fuck it up. Yeah. What? That is the best way to test your artist. Have so what for happens 40, when too. somebody is not happy with you know? How do you handle that? Because it's a it's a forever thing, you know. Hey. Hey, thank God for me. I've never been in that position wow. that someone has made me feel that uncomfortable to be like, oh, we're finna fight over it or we're finna just be fucked up with each other. Yeah. I've, thank God I've never really been in that position. Like, when I first started, of course, I'm, they know I'm a mess up. Yeah. So it's kind of like already they know. But for me, I personally haven't been too, too, like, I ain't really got that uh, bothered by any of that. So. I don't know about Aaron. Man, I'm pretty sure Aaron's been doing a lot longer than me. I'm pretty sure he's had some. Since <laughs> some shit. So I've been out of prison, bro. I got out in 04. Yeah. January 21st of 04. And I'm originally from the Valley, from Edinburgh. And I, I moved to Kerrville January 26th of 04. <laughs> I got out of prison, went back to the house, said, what's up to my people? And then uh, my uncle gave me an opportunity to work up here, so I just moved. You know what I'm saying? Because in the end, all them homeboys that you had and all them friends that you had when, when you was out there doing stupid shit, as soon as you get locked up, where they at? Mm. Oh, no, gone. They're gone. So how important was it to change your circle? Uh, very important. You want me to get that mic next to you? Like, are you going to be in that position? No, no, I, I appreciate you. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be like this. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's very important, man, because, yeah. Um, because it's like, it's like, if you don't want that lifestyle anymore, you, you got to make the change. You know what I'm saying? And change comes within. There are people, it's almost like like the, that, that saying, uh, give me a horse of water, you can't make a decision. Mm -hmm. I can be there for you and I can help you change and I can give you the, all the amenities that you're going to need to, to want to change, but you're still doing stupid shit mm -hmm. because you're not ready as an individual. You're not ready to change yourself, you know? And I went in at 18, got out at 22. Wow. And man. decided to do it young and get it over with. You know? Yeah. Been there, done that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, dude. So I went in at 18, got out at 22, and that's not the life for me. That's not what I wanted to do. Have a grown ass man tell you when and when, where you can eat, how to sleep, how to, how to, shit, like when to shit, shower. Time. Like, <laughs> like, nah, dude. Like, that's not, that's not, that's not the life to have. Man. How did, how did your time in affect your fatherhood? Well, I didn't become a father till recently, seven years ago. But I've always wanted kids. Yeah. I've always wanted to be a dad. You know what I'm saying? I've wanted yeah. kids since I was really young. For instance, um, with me and alcohol, you know, um, we're trying to raise my daughter and, you know, my son when he's of age to fall back on the party style, party lifestyle, to fall back on your foundation, mm. on, on your core, mm. other than falling back on alcohol or something else, you know? Oh, okay. So we're trying to raise them and, uh, to deal with those feelings and those, those, those things that you gotta deal with. Yeah. yeah. That's smart. Yeah. So how, how did your time in, you know, or, or did it even affect the way that, that you father? Um, as far as the way I father, I just, it, I, since I grew up without a dad pretty much, I don't want my kids to do, do the same. So I'm making all the changes and doing everything that I need to do to not give her the experience that I had growing up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be there regardless. I'm not going to do anything stupid to put myself in a situation where I'm, potentially going to get locked up, you know, because then she's going to be growing up the way I did. And the, when you're, when you have a, a kid, when you have kids, you want them to have a better life than you did growing up, you know? Mm -hmm. And even if it means 
uh, being there because I I didn't have a father growing up, you know. Granted, he's he's in my life now. My mom, they're still married. You know, after what? Years. Yeah, they're still married, bro. They're still married, and he works in the oil field now. He's been out since 2009, and he Man. works in the oil field, bought her a house. Like, yeah, he's doing his thing. Shout out Aaron's mom. She's a writer. Yeah. yeah. Writer they, they don't make them like that anymore. No, not at all, dude. <laughs> not at all. But, yeah, man, it's uh, – I want to be there. Even if – I might not be there sometimes because I work, but I'm not locked up. So she knows I'm still coming home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm still going to be there. But that's one thing I, I never want to do is have her grow up without a father. Word. Are you a daddy? Yeah. I got three kids. Yeah? Yeah. How old are they? three, man. I got, <laughs> I got three. I got two boys. I got a four-year-old. Eight months, and then I think she's like six months. Yeah. Nah, she's like three or four months. I'm lying. I got a. Uh, so my daughter's four, and my son's six months. Oh shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, you cross people every day. You never know what you have in common with somebody. Man, th- th- yeah, for sure. How you how you feel about how you like the toddler stage? I, I love it, dude. <laughs> so so honestly, I I didn't want to be a father. No. No. Me either. I didn't want to be a dad. I I never wanted to be a father. It's the scariest thing in the world to me. It is. It is. You can only control so much, but now that I am a father, I, I just, I feel rich. Yeah. I really do. I'm not rich. I'm not, right. but I wouldn't trade my life for anything. Exactly. My experiences created the man I am. Yep, created you. You mm-hmm. know, and I wouldn't trade anything for my life right now, dude. Sitting around the dinner table watching my kids, dude, my wife eat with the food that we had the opportunity to buy. Hell like, yeah. That's a good feeling. Right it there. is a good Hell feeling, yeah. dude. So... I wouldn't How long have you been married? Um, three months. <laughs> three oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Man, hey, so, so we, did, up, we didn't do it right, dude. We've been together almost seven years. Shit, like, that's a long um, time, man. That's I, long. We wanted to have a house before we got married, dude. I don't want to carry across the, the you know, RV. You know, yeah, we, were, yeah. we were living in an RV. And man, well, then you'd be surprised with my story. Shoot. So I met my wife. It's one of the first things I met when I moved to Kerrville. 22 she was 18 and she moved on to uh california to go go to school and go be with she's a, she's, she's from california go to be with her grandparents and stuff and go to college up there so we kind of like drifted apart for five years but then we got back together some soulmate um, shit like in i brought her back october the 31st of 2009 picked her up in vegas she was living in vegas working in vegas and then go, brought her back to Kerrville, dude, and we've been together ever since. But, like, we have a picture, and I have it hanging up at the shop. It's it looks like SPM. <laughs> it I looks was, like SPM, I man. I was 22, and she was 18, bro, and I'm 41 For real, bro. You got she just turned 37. Are you serious? We'll put it up on the screen. That right? <laughs> no, Does he not look like SPM? Yeah. <laughs> man. I always ask without, uh, the, without the charges. Right? I always ask my customers uh, that are married, how do you know when it's the right person to get married to? Yeah. Always. What's your answer? My answer is, you know, when I was a kid, I used to be attracted to the to the body and the mm-hmm. looks. And, and, I, and, and don't get me wrong. You have to be attracted to your partner. For sure. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's so important. Sex dude. is key. It, it is. No, it really is. I mean, we're all adults here. And, and dude, if you don't have a, a, a good emotional standing, mm-hmm. a good, um, you know, sex life, whatever, dude, um, financial understanding, like, but my, what I'm attracted to now about my wife, dude, is that she's a damn good mom, dude. Ooh, that's, that's hot loud. as hell. That's more, that's is, more huh? than, yeah. than anything, yeah. Watching her mother my children, 
We love moms. We need a shirt like that. Dude. <laughs> we love tatted moms. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got my OnlyFans. I mean, my OnlyFans. <laughs> what shirt is this? Hey, y'all stay tuned. Why am I wearing these tats, man? So, so right now with the way society is, everybody's doing their. It's a, it's a website. It's called OnlyFans. It's it's more of a of an adult website. You know, girls have been making a lot of money just showing. Yeah. Themselves. They be getting bread on there. So Shit. I made ten dollars showing my foot one time. Yeah, no, I'm joking. Yeah. Yeah. For so, real. <laughs> so what I thought of the other day, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a shirt and say only tats. That way, and they have the AG Studio custom ink on the bottom. It's like a little, like a gimmick shirt, like a little, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, we held an event at March Madness uh, the other shout day. Shout out Mike. Like, shout out Mike, Mike at the yeah. barber school, He man. was just on, dude. I know it. Um, so we, we, uh, we sponsored it, and then we ended up getting a, a spot there, and I had a, I had these shirts made, right? And uh, so so a lot of people were were very, uh, man, you make those shirts, bro. That's dope. Like, we, we sport it, you know? So I made them in, in uh Shit, we made a good return one, on so. them too, man. A lot of people showed yeah. out. We appreciate everyone who came. Man. Oh yeah, dude, that was. A, so there's a. I got everybody loaded. I got everybody loaded there. <laughs> I know. I walked out, dude. I, I came. You can tell what you saw oh, my yeah, wine bottles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, there's a there's another event coming up too. The oh, the single tomorrow one. Uh, I don't know yet. If we are, I gotta see what what it is. We might just be there as a promoting, you know. Yeah. Um, but. I'm, I'm gonna. When is this gonna air? Um, I don't know. A couple of days. Ooh, okay, so I can't say what I'm. So gonna it's say, not but... on Cinco de Mayo. It's on the sixth. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Which is a trip, but I mean, hey, we're gonna have still them. gonna be a thing. Yeah, we're gonna have them on before that event. So there you go. I'm so, pretty sure Michael won is there. He's, yeah, that's my boy. I'm telling you. Hey, <laughs> have you thought about dude doing one of those gumball machines? Okay, so check it out. So the shop is not a walk-in shop. Really? Appointment only. It's appointment only. It's an appointment only shop. So. What what I like to do with that um, is it keep it eliminates the shoppers. Window shopping. You know what I'm saying? Because for whatever reason, people will go and spend four or five hundred dollars on a purse, on a pair of shoes, and not bat an eye about it, and have them up in the closet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to tattoos, that's going to be on you permanently, forever, long, last longer than the purse or those Jordans. They want to wield and deal like a trader's village, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? let's save some money on what's gonna be on my face you forever. Know what I'm so, so I'm like, Man. so I'm like, nah, dude. I, I said uh, we're gonna keep it an appointment only. Now, granted, if we're taking appointments and in between appointments, somebody so happens to walk in because it's still open. The shop's open. It's yeah. public, you know. But somebody comes in uh, and we have time. Man, we'll take care of you. Which, which, ironically, Sunday, I hardly ever work on Sundays because it's family day. But I was gone all week. And I got back Saturday, so then I go there Sunday to do some paperwork and stuff. Had six walk-ins come in. They were little tattoos, but they still takes time because you gotta draw it up, mm -hmm. paperwork, break down everything, break it down, clean and, everything. Yeah, so make sure I, everything's sanitized. I didn't get it's home until issue. like ten o'clock that night, Sunday. Yeah, and, and and I was only there supposed to be there for like twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Right. And then my wife's like, "Hey, so I need to." She made made me a list of pasta, right, or some shit. Yeah, to go get make the enchiladas or something. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, shit, man. I said, "Hey, I gotta walk in. It'll be real quick." And uh, I said, "I can't let it pass it up because at the same later. time, if I let it go, that somebody else making that money." You yep. know, so that's exactly how it goes. Like, I, I don't even give my wife a time frame anymore. I'm just like, "Hey, you already know, baby. You already know." She's like, "I'll keep you a plate." Late night. Yeah. So check that out. Tell me what you think. I'm ready, dude. Let's do You're it. You're ready. Yeah. But, but yeah, dude, that's how, that's how Sheena is. But at one point in your life, did you pray for that situation? So it's crazy, man. It's, it's crazy because remember I mentioned earlier, I got out of prison and my uncle, I came to work for my uncle. My uncle went to see me when I was in prison 
and he goes, uh, hey, Mijo, uh, I'm going to start an electrical company. You want a, you want a job when you get out? And he goes, you got to come up here, and I got a place for you at the house. So I was thinking about it. And when I was 16, we built my mom's house down in the valley, and my uncle and I did all the electrical. So I've always done electrical, like, on the side with him and stuff like that, right? But, um, Damn, you should have helped me out a second ago when I was hooking up on the debt. Trying to turn I, on the lights. <laughs> <laughs> I pressed on. We had, we had some trouble turning on the lights a second ago, y'all. But uh, so so that's another reason why I moved down here or up here because he, he took me in and he gave me an opportunity. So I've been doing electrical since 2004. Shout out to your uncle, dude. Yeah, Phil Rona. He, he, was a, he don't live here anymore, but he's back in the valley. But he used to uh, have an awesome electric back in the day. And yeah, man, so I've been doing that ever since. And then that company shut its doors. I, I joined the oil field. So I'm a full-time job is I'm a micro turbine generator field engineer in the oil field. And then I open up a shop on the side. So then I take care of my clients after five. Yeah. Businessman. You know? So I'm always Business on the go. I'm a, I'm always, busy. always doing something, I'm always doing something, you know what I'm saying? But I'm still be able to take care of my clients. You know what I'm saying? And it's really cool. And I appreciate all of them that are still understanding that I don't do this full-time mm -hmm. yet. Yeah, you know, they're yeah. like, it's gonna happen. It's definitely gonna happen. Caleb, where are y'all located, dude? Uh, how does somebody set up an appointment? So the way we usually set up appointments is either you can DM us on our social media platforms, or I'm pretty sure we do it through the shop website too. Yeah, right? we got a, a I got a, a AG Studio, it's a AG site on Google, and then a and, lot our, and the phone numbers are all on there too. We're yeah. blasted on social media. You can find us can easy find on social media. media. AG Studio, uh, AG Studios. Mine's a uh, Curb Appeal. Mine's just everywhere too. Then you won't so what's the can't miss us. Uh, it's just so with tattooing, you have to promote your own, you have to promote yourself. Yeah, there's no way around. You can't depend on a shop or you can't depend on one person to promote you because it's really like it's really like a it's really like a, a entrepreneurship. Really. Yeah, so so same with like a realist. So I am with the Tinsley Realty Group, right? yeah. Oh, I, yeah, but, you're a badass. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to tat Summer, yeah. Yeah, Summer. Hey. Your name, I already tatted Andy, but I need Summer Did next. You? Yeah, I tatted yeah. Andy's foot, <laughs> dude. I'll tell you what, um. Their, Their whole team need to get come come get yeah, tatted. So what I'm trying to say is, um, are you ready to go? I'm ready. What was I gonna say, dude? Yeah, he's I already nervous. Hey, he got nervous, huh? <laughs> Put that knee Honestly, on his ski. Hey, this is my favorite coach. This is what I tell everybody. <laughs> comes in. You ain't gotta worry about me. I ain't gonna feel a thing. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> we'll be okay. Oh we'll be yeah, right. I'm with the Tinsley Realty Group, right? Yeah. But I'm John Barrera. I I will say. Yeah, you're I, your own thing. Yeah, you have to be your own entity. So you are. What, what's your what's curb appeal? Curb so basically, appeal. like curb appeal is like it's like a brand. It's like a it's like a, a lifestyle brand. I, I I made it when I was on house service when I was tattooing at my house. So I had a bunch of homeboys, man, and I ain't gonna. Everybody knows how it all started. You know what I mean? We'd just be back there, you know, chilling, doing what we do, you know, getting drunk, just being yeah. stupid. And uh, I'm on house service. I'm I'm at home all day. I don't. I'm not doing nothing. I'm not moving. None of that shit. I was on a. a it's called SIP, the, the most strict, the most strict house raise you could be on. Yeah. Because I just got out of the penitentiary as well. So they consider us, you know, crazy or whatever. They don't want us to adjust to life a little slower than other yeah. people because we've been in so long. But, uh, yeah, we were back there, and I, I started this little group, and, man, they just, they'd come get tatted, and we'd just get drunk, and I just, just blew up, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I started in my room. I started in my grandma's restroom, honestly. Uh, I, I learned a little bit in prison. I, I did a couple, couple in prison, messing around with it, doing corpias and stuff. Uh, and when I got out, I, I started that thing, and then 
it just blew up, man. I ended up buying like a whole building off the side of the highway, and because I'm on, I'm on house arrest, so I can't leave, so I have to have somewhere to tap. So I bought a whole building, and it just turned into one thing after another. I had barbers in there, I had tattoo artists, I had everybody, anything you could think of, you could get in the back of my grandma's house. <laughs> building, you mean like a, like, a like those stores, little shed, yeah, yeah, those little sheds, man. You, I made a whole tattoo shop back there. You made it happen. Uh, I made it happen. So it never left either. So Everything when, came to me. <laughs> when you were in uh, when you were in prison. Did you think you'd ever be in the position you're in now? Oh, hell no, nah, man. I, I, I grew I got, I got a really, really bad childhood, man. So I was in and out of uh, homes and, and prisons and juveniles and just staying in the mix, man, just, just going through a tough time as a child. So it kind of – I didn't have no nothing idea or anything. Like, this is what I know. This is what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm, I'm comfortable doing. This is how it's going to be. In my you, head, that's how it was. Do you ever reach out to the people who are in and, and like, hey, man, it's possible? Oh, hell yeah, man. Really? Man, I, ain't nothing. In prison, every, there's everything in prison, bro. Phones, everything. Nothing stops when you go to prison. Really? I'm just letting everybody know that. Yeah. But nothing don't stops. go to prison. But don't go. It's, don't go it's stupid. It's, it's played out. It's watered out, all that shit. I don't, I don't ever glorify none of it because no. I, I only talk about it because I went through it, and that's, that's what it is. It's real. Yeah. So I don't glorify none of that shit. Prison's whack. You need to be home with your family and handle your business. Mm -hmm. Like. Who wants to be like he was saying? Wants to be getting told by by grown men to do this, that. Can I wipe my head? Can I do all? That? Can I go to the restroom? Can I shower? Can I sleep? Can, you know what I mean? Fuck that. That's 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 lame. What was I saying? Uh, advice. <laughs> the advice. Oh, that the you advice. Give, yeah. Like giving them hope. You know, man. I, I talked to. Sentence. So what I was getting at with that was my friends call me from. I'm not no names, but they call me from prison, talking to me all the time, and I tell them how it is right now. It, it and it's it's crazy because I, I I was locked up with this dude that I met in TYC. TYC is like youth corrections, like mm. prison for youth. And he's still in there, man. He got he got like another three years to go, but he's a tattoo artist too, man. And I'm telling him how the how it is out here, man, and the money and the the, the it's not it's a little you're a little famous in your tattoo artist in yeah. a small town, you know what I mean? Uh, everybody knows you, everybody talks to you. Oh yeah. Everybody wants to tat. Uh don't go to bars. Shit. <laughs> you're you're gonna talk your ear off at bars. Yeah, everybody wants to tat. <laughs> Everyone's a tat, especially yeah. when they're drunk. You know what I mean? So what where do you draw the line with somebody who's drunk or somebody who's like, Hey, I want my wife's name or I want my girlfriend's name, like and they're all drunk. Now that I'm more professional, I I probably I probably won't, but when I first started, man, I put your girlfriend's name on your face. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. Yeah, now there's guys out here that have done it, so oh, I ain't hate neither. I'll put your girlfriend's <laughs> name on your face. You know what I'm saying? I, I do, I do what's necessary to make the money. I, I do this full time, so it's a little different for me. See, and I'm, That's I'm funny, dude. yeah, it's crazy, man. I don't, I don't necessarily tattoo anybody that I feel is under any influence. Yeah, feels uh, powdered alcohol, weed, any of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I don't know the individual from Mary, but if they're a functional person on that stuff that's fine but that's still my name that yeah, you're walking exactly. out with. and that's more where you get more and, professional and, with it and that's where i draw the line because i'm like okay you go you go get the tattoo and, and i tattoo you and you're drunk and everybody that's drunk they talk with their their hands they talk with it with <laughs> body movements, you know what i'm saying you get excited and so you start hey wait remember that yeah. next thing you know you're like bro i'm fucking trying to tattoo you dog you know what <laughs> what I'm saying? like you know so i don't do that because that's my reputation that you're walking out with you yeah know? you're gonna about 85 to 90 percent of the time you're not going to tell everybody oh, i was so fucked up that that he probably wouldn't have had a crooked line because i was fucked up no, it's his fault it, yeah they're it's gonna your be fault. like oh i got it ag's somebody's gonna be looking at that that's crazy you know what i mean yeah. you know yeah. that's that's where that professionalism comes in yeah so now it's like i don't i don't do that anymore i don't mess with anybody that i that i feel 
you know. And then we have our paperwork and all that stuff, and it's, it, it's there's lines in there. Are you are you intoxicated? Are you filled really? Out? Yeah. There's a contract yeah. you gotta yeah, fill yeah, yeah. out. You can't. Oh yeah. It protects us, you know. Like Whoa. like I saying, it's like we're our own we're our own little contractors, man. That's really what it is. So we gotta protect ourselves too. Wow, yeah. dude. Yeah, I just had the the health inspector come last sponge <laughs> and uh he, he gave us a hundred a hundred no 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 violations no nothing he gave us a hundred percent or a, the score was a hundred really just, i feel like it's hard to do because there's a lot I, I work at another shop in austin and you, get a little, you know what I'm saying? you don't take care of your shit it's gonna get dirty or it's not gonna be in order and that's that's a good there's a lot of for stuff sure. that that people especially even, with multiple individuals if you're an artist traffic, and you don't know yeah. about certain things uh, that that the the rules are changing and whatnot, the health department will come check you out and you'll give you a violation for that. Mm. Just like any other bit or like food business, it's the same shit. Yeah. Making sure everything's ordered because we are dealing with blood. So, what uh, what? How do you prevent infections? You hear all this stuff like you need Vaseline. Some people say no Vaseline. Some people say you got to buy the expensive stuff. Some nah, say, man, A and D and Aquifer is your bet. The best bet I feel like is let that shit dry for like three or four days. So that's, yeah. how I, that's how I do it normally. In in prison, I got some work in prison. <laughs> I got from the elbow to the shoulder on each. In prison's prison. dirty. And that already is. A lot of people think about. It, they're like, oh shit, man, you didn't have uh, plastic wrap. We didn't have distilled water. We didn't have, you know what I'm saying? You're using a, a white t-shirt that you bought off a commissary. Or a sock. You cut it up <laughs> or a sock and you dip it with water. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we would use to, to wipe our tattoos. You know what I'm saying? And then we would wash them or just get a new t-shirt every, every client, you know? And it's, and it's not as sanitary as, as it should be, Free you know? Mm. But we didn't, ha with that being said, we didn't have access to a lot of stuff that we do now out here in the free world. And the tattoos still heal great. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, we offer or we suggest certain ointments and certain creams or certain this because you have the ability to get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you talk to anybody that's been locked up and they're, they're like, man, we didn't have none of that shit. We just spit on the water. It. You know what I'm saying? And, and look at them now. They, they still heal the nice. some badass man. artists in prison, bro. But, some yeah, you, you get it. You find best artists in prison. Most talented people in prison. Really? I say that. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Hands down. So do you think um, – that puts them at an advantage working with with tools that you know they're not up to par like yours. I mean, you were, were you yeah. in prison? Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. So using them one tens. Do you think that gave you an advantage because you know you were? Uh, I feel like out here it gives you more. Cause in there you ain't got no no YouTube, you ain't got no good uh, guns, you ain't got equipment, you ain't got good seating arrangements. Cause I'm fucking tired of people fucking standing up. You know what I mean? Like right. like this or just on a bunk like. And then you gotta watch, and yeah, so it's kind of it's out, it's kind of nerve wracking. But I mean, you're doing time, so it's a little different mind frame. You have a different mind frame when you're doing time. You gotta watch for the guards, you know, because tattooing <laughs> is illegal in prison. Man. So you catch a case, and then they'll then take away time. commissary and bones. You know what I'm like it's shit. a lot of stuff, man. But we're not there for being good. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so if it's I'm like, not listening to out here. Let me say I'm listening here. But I mean, so what happens? Home. What happens when somebody gets caught? Like it depends you, on you the guard, dude. Because I've been, I've been. Guard, some guards are cool, man. They let you make it. You just holding the peace. Yeah. Because um, prisons are rowdy, man. You got a bunch of grown men in there. Yeah. Testosterone out the game, so I mean, everybody's mad. It's hot as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no fans. I mean, there's fans, but there's no AC. You're just blowing around hot air. It's nasty, bro. It's nasty. Well, you was in, you was in the military, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like the military. So, so I, a lot of people that I talked to about that were in the military, they they have similar stories. You know what I'm saying? Because you got your your higher ups telling you what to do, yeah. when to do it, when to wake up, and make your bed, do this, do that. And if you don't do it, you get 
reprimanded, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or you'll get something taken away or you'll, you know, whatever the case mm -hmm. is. And then there's a lot of stories with, uh, with like, uh, special groups and disliking this person. No, oh person, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And different mixes of races and stuff yeah. like that. You just start getting, I think that's more in a, like boot camp, Like when you, when you first, you know, yeah, that makes I sense. think that'd be probably the most comparable thing, you know, everybody waking up together, doing everything together, you know, having, you know, sock parties mm -hmm. at night, like people you don't Pillow like. Fights. <laughs> That's what they call it. I mean, but, you know, you just, you know, things happen, you know, but. One, one thing I, I'll say about prison, being young, being in all that, cause, man, I'm only 25. I'm only 24. I'll be 25 this year. I went in at 12 and started going in at 12 as juveniles in jails and shit. One thing I learned, if, if if you don't have guidance and you don't have father figures, which I don't, I didn't, I didn't have mom or dad, so I grew up a little different. Uh, it, man, I, I I became a man in prison. You know what I mean? I, all the individuals that I met in prison, for for whatever reason, God put me in pods that was nothing but square business grown men. You know what I mean? So they taught me a lot. Taught me how to carry myself. Taught me how to shave. Taught me how to you know how to be a man. Yeah. So I mean, I can't say it was all bad for me. I learned a lot. I grew a lot in that shit. So, the way you grew up, does that affect your fatherhood and how the quality of a dad you are? Hell yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Can you only oh, yeah. Like that right there. I grew up in an abusive home, so it's a, it's a, like, like Aaron said, you just want, you just want to be there for them. You want to mm -hmm. do, give them what you didn't have, which I didn't have shit. So, uh, everything I get goes to my kids, money wise, you know? So. Yeah. And all of my hand me downs he gets. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I'm always getting blessed by by good people. God bless me. Yeah. How old's your little? My four year old. No, uh, the youngest. youngest. Uh, my daughter. She's like, I believe she's like four months, right? Okay, I okay. So. Never mind. Then I was gonna say, man, my three my or four son months? is six months, and I was gonna, you know, pass my son everything. Dax, man, he, he's the uh, the middle one, and uh, I call him my brown baby because. We're all white, and he's just brown. Yeah. <laughs> I always make a joke. I'm seg I segregate him from everyone. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> but uh, he's freaking, man, man like, I, I, he grew so much faster than Jeremiah did. Like, I think it's because, like, he has Jeremiah with him. Yeah. So, this, I feel like this, the ones after your first, they they grow faster. They learn faster. Yeah. He's, he's, the first already he's damn near walking already. I'm you like, know what I'm saying? even as a parent. I'm going to push him down. Like, chill out. I have one daughter. Like, for real, he's, like, damn near walking on him. Like, the f like man, <laughs> I close my eyes and you already work. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Kids, yeah, kids, like kids parent, make... you, you're kind of, like, cautious with the first one. Don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah, I made a lot of mistakes. Just sitting up. <laughs> however you want to hold her, you mm -hmm. know The second one is, like, let him fall down. He'll be okay. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, type uh, shit. Right. And, then, and then Jeremiah, he, he loves his brother. So, like, seeing them interact, like, how Jeremiah interacts with him, it's trippy. Like, it's, it's cool to watch. Yeah. Like, he learns off Jeremiah. Like, that's one thing I've noticed. Your second one's gonna learn off the first one. Yeah, that's how Kaylee is. She, Kaylee's the older; she's four years old, and then Elliot, of course, is six months old. But you, you can't teach him like to teach. But she's, she's just here. Come on, Elliot! Like she's helping. She's teaching. Yeah. This is, you know, and and it's beautiful to watch. Yeah, you know? it's, it's it's pretty cool. I've never seen nothing like that. It's it's a different experience for sure. And, and you know, it, it's up to us to create that environment for them. You know. Um, and to support them and to, and to be the parent that, you know, like you Shout are. out moms, man. Yeah. Hey, y'all moms is gangsters. Yeah. I think all moms, they don't get enough credit. No, <laughs> as we really. speak, my wife is, is 
holding it down. Yeah. 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 That's that's tough. Yeah, dude. I mean, I had I had all three of my kids the other day, and I was like, what the fuck? I can't do this. <laughs> like, hell no. Nah. This is too much for me. I'll go make the money, but exactly. all this shit, I, I can't. I'll do it, but fuck. That's what I tell Sheena all the time. I'm like, look, I'd rather be out there than, than doing what you're doing, because it's full time in the middle of the night. You know, all day. Hey, but shout out to those that have a full time job and still come Yo. out and take care gangster. of it. Yeah, you were talking about Andy. She's a gangster. You were talking about Andy. Yeah. She's a gangster. A lot of people just see the pretty face, real estate, all that. And I'm like, Andy, you need to come on the podcast and talk about. She need to come spit some shit. That's right. Yeah. That, that you're, you're a mama, you're full time, and, and you're paying the bills. And, you know. And she's thriving in what she does. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I look up to people like that. Yes, Dude, that's why a lot you of. You have to. You have to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you want to, how they say is, uh, you don't want to compare yourself, but you want to look up to people and, and that are doing good in life, and then you want to be at that level, you know what I'm saying? And yes. you want to surround yourself with them, too. Yeah, that's the next thing I want to ask both of y'all is, how do you surround yourself with people better than yourself and not let your ego get in the way? Because me, I have a big Man. ego, and it's hard. It's hard, but I still do it. It's good to have an ego, but be humble about it, you know what I'm saying? Don't forget where you come Don't from. Don't forget your roots. Don't forget where you came from. You know what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of people. Treat that everybody the same. Yeah. Little people. You know? Treat everybody. I hang out with people that, shit, you probably won't even go. You know what I'm saying? You probably won't even want to be next to them. I hang out. I hang out. I'll go to San Antonio and hang out with a dope fiend and talk to a dope fiend. Like, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's normal. He's normal. That's me, though. He really yeah. is. That, that, that humbles me to see people that are still stuck in other lifestyles that I've been into. Like, but they're looking up to you so that's oh, yeah, no, i'm not yeah. trying to get like i'm not a bible thumper but i am almost done Iron sharp it. but um dude they used to give jesus a bunch of crap for hanging out with the tax collectors exactly. and the and the sinners and then he's like look they need, th this. They need mm -hmm. me they need me i'm the you plant that seed in them that's right mm -hmm. dude so one that conversation just might they might want to be ready to kill themselves and you just and you, you know you change their whole mind exactly you know Exactly. You know, some people will talk to are like, man, why do you hang out with that person? Or why do you talk to that person? Why do you associate that person? Because you may be the closest thing to Jesus that they have. Like, you may be the closest thing to positivity in their life. Posi you know what? And I'm not trying to. That, that they, and just like Caleb said, they're, they're, they're probably on the brink of, of jumping off a bridge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's, this, there's this story, man, and it's crazy talking about this. This, this guy was ready to kill himself, right? And he wrote, uh, uh, a note and his his daughter and wife came to the house and they found the note he goes i won't jump if somebody smiles at me and he started walking and he walked across the whole bridge and nobody smiled at him and he ended up jumping off the bridge he's like how hard is it to just say smile at somebody because that smile can change their whole aspect of how they're feeling how their whole everything you no know what i'm saying like he's ready to go but he said if one person smiles at me dude i won't do it and you, how many, how, how many times you walk around people and it's just like me mugging and everybody just yeah. focused on, hey. on their, where they're going. You know we we got to thank God we're in Texas because Texas is the most, I've, I've been out of, I ain't really left Texas that much as a, a young person. But when I started leaving Texas, I noticed that other, other places is not like humble no. and, and, and no. uh, hosp hospitality wise. No, they're not like in Texas. You know, you, you give, you break down, you know, somebody's going to stop because I'll stop and help somebody. If I see somebody that, you know. They're broken. Hey, you all right? You know, that's all. It yeah, takes, like that's, that's all. It's crazy, takes. man. I did, and I'm trying to be nice, right? I was trying. So I went. I left the shop one day, and I had to put gas. So I put gas at the shell. So yeah. In front of uh, the old Hastings building. Yeah. That, that corner, right by the brewery, and there was a gentleman that was parked, 
and he was kind of parked like in the actual driveway so i had to kind of do like a little like a shepherd's hook to get into mm-hmm. the gas station and he was standing outside leaning over his uh his tailgate right so i'm like he put gas i seen it had a gas tank so i said let me go and say what's up to him so maybe he needs some help i walk over there i say excuse me sir I say can i can i help you or do you need some assistance of any sort he looked at me he said well, what the fuck? I can't be here. And I said, you know what, bro? Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was trying to fucking. Hey, don't bring. Hey, for real, don't get it twisted. Man, I said, but then he want to return that way. I'm like, I'm over here trying to be a good Samaritan. Dog. Then he want to talk to me like that. I was like, all right. Fuck it. Hey, don't don't let him change you though, dude. I I, I, I don't man, let him change you. For sure, man. I feel where that's coming from, but I'm like, bro, I'm over here trying to be nice. Yeah. And you want to turn around and I and I was like, you know what? Karma's a bitch. Like, yeah, exactly. I walked away and I was. <laughs> Cussed him out as I was walking back yeah. to my truck. I'm like, good luck, bro. Like, you better than me. I would have been like, Shh. but, but the 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 gesture was there. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know if I alarmed him. If he just yeah. maybe somebody pissed him off before I got to him. You know what I'm saying? Before I talked to the gentleman, and he was still heated off of that. You know, so it, maybe it's just a it was just a sour moment. I wasn't supposed to help him that day. Mm-hmm. You know. So the reason I said don't let him change you was because uh, I come from sales and, and small business and door knocking, and. Ooh, right. that sucks door knocking will humble you fast. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. So, I'm still humbling and stuff. <laughs> dude, no, no, I ain't, I ain't gonna. One thing about me. This Bible we got for you. Look, I tell you what. Uh, Check it out. That was quick. Man, that was quick, dude. Did it hurt? Mm. Scale of one to ten. No, honestly, the top was worse than the bottom. Really? Yeah, dude. I may have to come back and blacken. That. You want it? We can do it now. Yeah. You want to blacken it all out? Is that cool? Yeah. Like maybe from from, from the halfway. From the halfway. Is that okay? Back? I'm definitely cool with it. Are you sure? Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, no worry, bro. We here. It's going to cost you the rest of your skin, though. Damn. You have to get a sleeve now. Yeah. Ah. No, I know. <laughs> nah, you're good. Hey, um, but what I'm trying to say is that, like, maybe it'd, be, it'd probably be, like, one out of every 30 people who were probably truly just like, get out of here. But majority of people would be pretty cool. Majority Texas, of people, actually. Yeah. But, it, you know, if you're door knocking, and even if it's during somebody's dinner, the, the worst that you'll get is usually just like, no, thank you, I, thank you. And then they'll shut the door and like, okay, whatever, don't take it personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's so hard not to take it personal. It's so hard not Low to. Key, man. But You slam a door in my film. I'm going to be a little man, I, upset, I, uh, man. I did sales when I was growing up. I was like 15, 16, and I worked for this company out of McAllen, Texas. And we were supposed to be selling, like, calculators and a bunch of this gibberish out of the trunk, right? And he would he – would, and what he, he told me one day, he goes – he goes, you're going to get a lot of no's. He goes, but that next one might be a yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that yes, that yes might just, might buy everything. Might just be a might lick. Be the lick. Yeah. That, it might be the one that buys your whole trunk. That's you know right. what I'm saying? So he goes, don't give up. Be persistent. Be mm-hmm. be strong and be be out there because it's, it's a numbers not, game. Like it's, yeah, it's a numbers game, dude. And that's you? what I was talking about, that entrepreneur and selling yourself, man. Like, if you sit back and think about it and, and, and you're working a nine to five and, and, and you go make what? What I pay you an hour these days? Oh, man. It depends what you do. Well, I know ain't nobody getting paid seven twenty-five no more. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you go out there and you, you hit one lick and it's five hundred bucks, come on, bro. You just need one more, and that's one more five hundred. That's thousand. That's People don't even day. make that a, you know what I mean? Yeah. In two weeks. Yeah. So I mean, that's what I was talking about that entrepreneurship. Man. Yeah, it's, it's, big thing. it's 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 crazy, man. But it's it can happen. So that's exactly how we met. We were standing there in line. You remember? Yeah, I was coming I home. Did I was. I had. I you had, told me. I forgot though. We did the. I took my daughter to the father daughter dance. Oh, right. Shit. And I like uh, being out here in Kerrville, man. I like the the. I grew up on a ranch, so I like the western country, cowboys and all that, right? So I went country. and bought a new hat. I bought a new vest, and I uh, took my little girl to the to the dance. And I had my homeboy that came up from the valley, and it's kind of like a tradition thing. He we take our daughters. They're about the same age. We take them to the dance with us, That's right? Fly. 
So afterwards, we went in, took the girls to get ice cream. Excuse me. We went to uh, Culver's. And I walked in, and I had my nice hat. That's when John said, hey, man, I like that hat. <laughs> you know what my goal was behind that conversation? What's that? And it's the goal. It's the goal. Did, you knew, did you know who he was? No. no. I, I, I try to find something in common. And, and I don't want you to feel sold. But the majority of my business I get is by just talking to someone, man. Mm-hmm. It's you just, know, it's interesting people. Just too. talk to yeah. somebody. Talk to people. Introduce yourself. See, because even if you can't immediately That's benefit off of them or you can't help them out, they might know somebody who you can help or they might know somebody who can benefit you, whatever, dude, network. Mm-hmm. So my goal out of that was like, hey, maybe I can help you in real estate or maybe you're of value in the community. You can come on the podcast and, and somebody will see it and it'll help you out. You'll think of me next time somebody comes up to you. It was for my benefit. Yeah. It, and that's and it, it maybe selfish. Thing. It's the same thing when you told me what you did, and I'm like, well, I got a shop here in town. And you're like, well, what, what do you got? And I'm like, well, I got AG Studios. I'm the owner. He's like, what? And I said, it's a tattoo shop. You're like, what, bro? Like, Hit dice. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's <laughs> yes. like we're both pitching. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We were. We're both at the we same were. time, but, but it's not so much to, oh, I'm trying to I'm trying sell to you. Sell you. It's like, I'm just pitching what I do. Exactly. You're telling me what you yeah. do. Can we, we help can, each other? Maybe we can link up and see what's up. Yeah. You know? And look at us. And now look at us. Look at us. Yeah. This, this is going to get you customers. And, and, um, I don't know if I can edit this out, but I mean, we're going to be doing real estate here pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've been in the market, dude, for a while now. Of course, like with er- the way everything is right now, it's very weary. It's very like, yeah. man, but I'm in a position right now where I'm like, I got some money in the bank, got some money saved up and up for a down payment and yeah. all that good stuff. But you know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of finding the right man, we location. Need a ranch. I don't know you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a ranch. Live off the grid. <laughs> so what I'm trying to get to y'all is that I could have not said hello. Yeah. I could have had my jaded mentality over that guy at the store who told me that he didn't need my help. Mm-hmm. And I could have been upset and not talked to Aaron. Don't let one negative mindset spread to you and screw up your day and screw up screw your up vibe, screw up your opportunities. Keep going no matter what it is. It, I, I know it's so easy to preach and it's so freaking hard to do. Just, just keep going. Don't let one person's negative mentality spread to yours because that you'll spread that energy and it'll just mm-hmm. it, it, nobody will benefit from it. Your kids feel it. They they feel it, man. Oh man, they see it, man. I get home sometimes frustrated and and uh, or my even my daughter might have a bad day at school and you know what I'm saying and she got a little bit of her. an attitude <laughs> or something, you know. Yeah. And it's it's like you don't want to bring that home with you. You you that's supposed to be your safe place. That's supposed to be the place Sacred. where you're able to just relax and mm-hmm. just. All right, leave what happened in, during the day. We're outside the door. When you come home, it's a, it, it should be your safe place. You mm. should be happy. And you know what I'm saying? And when you have a bad experience throughout the day and you start dwelling on it, you start thinking about it, and you're like, man, and your wife asking you what's up, and then you kind of snap at her for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? Then you're like, oh, That's you a know. snowball effect. Yeah, and, and it's a snowball. It's mm. a domino. It's like one thing next to another. Next thing you know, you might be arguing or something, you know? And it's mm. like, it was, it could have been avoided. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's. <clears throat> Shit. So look. Conversations that I sparked, just how y'all met, I'm shit. I've got some either good money or good connections. By by going just out of your comfort zone and talking to people? See, I was a bar fly for a little bit, and, man, that's the majority of my tat- tattoo clients I was getting. It's crazy. Like, wherever you go, like, when you spend the most time out, those are going to be your clients. Mm. It's crazy. But uh, I've, I've met, that's how I met Andy, actually. <laughs> really? <laughs> At the bar. <laughs> yeah, dude, halfway up is perfect, bro. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, those connections, man, don't be scared to talk to nobody, man. 
Everybody, everybody. I'm, I'm a. It I'm is a, a scary thing, though. I'm a comedian. <laughs> I'm a, like a class clown. You know what I'm saying? I like to make people it's, laugh, and I'm always cutting it up, cutting up, and joking yeah, with people. And it's easier for us, for sure. And that's one thing that allows the clients that we have to like drop the guard and mm-hmm. kind of like feel more at ease. Hey, they're, they're human so too. Uptight, mm-hmm. You know, I, I chop it up with them. I always tell these people. I, I had this one lady, and. uh Aaron yeah. be having them cracking up, bro. Right? I had, this, I had this one lady, bro. It was her first tattoo. She came in to get a, a a word on her hand, right? And I was done with the tattoo fairly fairly quick. And then I tell her, she's like, okay, are we done? So I'm cleaning it off. I said, no, ma'am. Now what I need you to do is I need you to go sit in the lobby for 45 minutes. And uh, I'm going to call you back in the 45 minutes. I'm going to wipe your tattoo. If it, What I did was I used the temporary ink. I said, and when I wipe the tattoo, if I see that you, your skin is, is accepting, then I'm going to change over to the permanent, and then we'll redo the tattoo, and you'll have a... And she's looking at me like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm dead serious <laughs> with her, and I says, yes, I'm fucking kidding you. And she's like, oh, mother, man, she yeah. gets, and she's cracking up, bro. And she's like, you had me going, you know? So it, it's pretty cool, man. I like to chop it up with people. I like to make cut up laugh. and make you them laugh. Up. Yeah. You, you mentioned something a second ago, uh, Caleb, is... is uh, it's it's uncomfortable to talk to new people. Yeah, man, it's it hard does dude. sometimes for sure. Especially, in, man, you can tell people's energy. You can tell like their it's vibes. How, with me, I I've come to learn like how to talk to people. Like, not you. I mean, not gonna judge them, but you know, you know, you know what you can you say know. to people and what you can't say. Yes. You know what I mean? Especially with like women. Like one thing about me, I always try to keep that. Uh, not trying to be like perverted or like nasty or disrespectful especially with women because women is, that's a lot of our clients dude yeah that's so a big thing you got to make them feel man, comfortable so i work with a lot of women they're married and all that you can't be disrespectful you have to be respectful our shop is is a lot of people that go to different shops they they kind of get walk in their garden you know the guards held up high you know customer service Cu- um, a lot of people customer services like you mentioned earlier like hey we want to get a tattoo what do you want you know mm-hmm. sit down i'll do it and then it's like leave, you don't you know? even want to do it then well, i don't want you tattooing into AG studios man it's like it's more home feeling my wife picked out the the colors you know shout what I'm out saying? so it's shout, shout out, out Bree. Bree. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's it's more of a home environment you know what i'm saying like you feel homey you let your guard down you feel welcoming and you're like all right cool man this is different yeah. and hence the studio it's not a tattoo shop you know it's a studio you know we, we customize everything we we, you can come in with a reference, and what we do is we, we modify we, that reference, or we'll alter it, or we'll change it up. To we cater liking. to them, too, though. Like, yeah, dude. We're going so our way for some customers, no an, doubt. Another thing, going back to the to the women, is like we each have like our own individual room that we tattoo, and it's not an open floor. So it makes the the client feel a lot more comfortable knowing that you can close the door, or, yeah. or if it's an intimate area. Yes. Guys are going to be guys. In any other They're tattoo shop that's open floor, Hey, you're tattooing somebody on the sternum, a, a woman under the breast on the sternum or, or a hip, yeah. and they got to pull their shorts up or whatever the case is. Guys are going to be guys. They're going to, hey, what are you doing, bro? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they're just trying to peek a look, you know? And yeah. and it it makes the, the the client or the female feel very uncomfortable, you know? So what we, what we have is we have a door. So you can very close private. it, and it, you can allow the people that you want in there with you. You know what I'm saying? So we're, whether we're busy, I got some clients, Caleb got some clients, or we got another artist, Denver, that, that works there, and, and Dara. Dara does cosmetics. Um, if they got their clientele, you know what I'm saying, uh, they don't have to be all up in everybody's business. You know, we can be like, hey, you know what? It's just me and her. This is her tattoo. Y'all stay outside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We can do that. Y'all it? respect your clients. Exactly. And that keeps them coming back because they, like they feel they comfortable. Like you know? They feel a lot more comfortable, and they're they tell – they're friends. Super open. And then their <laughs> friends are like, oh, so it's 
it's it's a respectable shop. Yeah. It's it's private. And then you know what? I'm gonna go get something done too. I've been thinking about this. I want to get this done. You know what I'm saying? So now the yeah. people are are telling everybody else about us and brings them brings us more clients because we have that uh, option for them. You know, so it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's Traditional pretty cool. shops too. They're usually pretty open. You yeah. see everything. Everybody yeah. sees everybody. Yeah. So you, cool you think it's a way for them to like use their clients as advertising, but but y'all don't like exploit your exploit your clients. You just yeah, no, we handle you respect them. Yeah. Respect them. Professional. I think in the long run that's gonna that's gonna pay off. You know, thinking about the long game. See, can you there, right there? And it gives you a chance to build a bond with them too. Like, Aaron has his clientele. I have my clientele. Like, it's they're, they're it's all different even, too. It's not even like my clientele. I've had clients that I've tattooed that go to Caleb. Yeah, Caleb like has people know. that he tattoos that they've come gotten tattooed for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, and it's funny because as a client, you're like, oh, dude, I'm cheating on the artist. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, hey, man, I, I, you weren't here, so I got it from Caleb. I hope you're not mad. I'm like, dude, I ain't tripping. Like, it's all good. It's I good. am. If, if you, I'll tell you what. <laughs> if you're my damn client. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but I don't know. You, you, they spending some bread with you, though. They spending a lot of bread. <laughs> That's no, a little different. I, I'm just, We're I'm beefing just over uh, real estate right now. Yeah, but sure. yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, in the end, and I always tell them, in the end, I still get it. I still get it. It still comes yeah, to me at the end. Like, yeah. it, it goes to the shop. So I'm not really tripping on that. I'm tripping now. Yeah. But, but you know, it's 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 pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool to have our own clientele and people that returning clients. And we appreciate you guys so much keeping us. Yeah. Busy, what do y'all want to say to your future clients, your present clients, and everybody who you've tattooed in the past, dude? Go first. So, so all my clients, dude, and, and I've been doing this again since 2003. So I've been doing it for a while. I've been up in, in Kerrville since 04. So majority of my clientele is, is here in the hill country, you know? Um, but I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you guys. Because if it wasn't for you guys, um, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. I'd probably still be tattooing out of the house. You know what I'm saying? Because I never got the opportunity to, to get a lot of clients. You know what I'm saying? So now that I've had that opportunity because they keep coming, then it's allowed me to take it to the next level and be professional about it and start start doing it the right way, you know? Pay Uncle Sam. Yeah. But, but yeah, dude, I appreciate it. And all the future clients, you guys come check us out. You don't have to get a tattoo from us, but come check us out. Look at look us up on the website. Look us up at the on Facebook. You can see what we do, the check, type of work that we can do. Check all the artists, man. We got some talented people. Some really? talented people at AG Studios. For sure, for sure. So yeah. it's it's very humbling because we've been open two years. And I didn't know about the Reader's Choice Awards, right? And the shop in our first year, we ended up getting best tattoo shop in town. What? We're bragging yeah. right now. So it's a little bit of like <laughs> bragging, bragging rights, you know, yeah. but, but at the same time. That's a voted. Y'all voted for that. The, the community is the ones who voted, you know. We didn't, I didn't expect it, that's for sure. But it's, it's really cool to see that the community voted. And we're a new shop. We've been here. Two years mm. this July, you know. July tenth. The title, the first year. That's that's kind of a statement, you know. It kind of says a lot, man, dude. Of the type of work that you can get, you know. Um, Caleb has my work on him. I did his sleeve. I did his neck. I got some of Caleb's work on me. He did the, the hamstring, down, the man. left knee, and you know, a lot of people that come to the shop, man, they're very very happy with what they get, you know. I had this gentleman come in for a small cover up one time. And it was up here on his, on his elbow, right? Older gentleman. And then ended up doing the cover-up, and he liked it so much that now he's walking around with a full sleeve. What? Yeah, he ended up coming back for a whole sleeve. Man, I've seen, I've seen people come into our shop with nothing and 
leave like next few three two three months bro fucking sleeves out, oh uh, homeboy uh, Kate, sleeve. the, the lineman Kate, yeah especially first tattoo, him bro first tattoo he got a lion with a rose right and then that was his first tattoo and then like two weeks later he came and got the other side of the forearms so now he got a, the whole forearm area done then a month later, he come and got the outside of his That boy arm. inky. And now he, he needs got, to do a detox. He got a, whole, <laughs> inky. he got a whole sleeve from me, and I'm working on his chest already. I already told He got his chest and the whole sleeve, and now we're working on his other arm. And he just came in for one tattoo. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's that so, thing, man. When they connect with you and they fuck with your work and, and they like what you do, how you make them feel, and, and your prices, bro. We got good prices. Man, come back. They're coming back. Yeah. Guaranteed. We don't charge a lot, but we charge uh, – uh, like we know what we can do. Demographic you know, wise, man, we're on ball. We're on ball. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I work in I work in Austin, bro, and I ain't gonna lie. You come to Austin, get a tattoo from me. It's it's gonna be up there. Well, the public's curl spoke. I mean, y'all won. Yeah, exactly. You know. Enough said, right? <laughs> That's great. No, this is exciting. Um, this is a different podcast for sure, though. No, for <laughs> sure, no. Hey, I'm telling you, man, we got we gonna talk. We gonna we gonna we gonna make it interesting. Have y'all ever thought about doing like a? Uh, podcast tattoo session like like give your give your clients the opportunity the choice be like hey um you want a tattoo or you want to talk yeah. <laughs> oh no 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 be like be like hey we have a podcast you know ag studio podcast and uh would you like to be on it would you like to record while we're doing this session you know that'd be that'd be that'd be dope to run for sure that'd i feel like we cool. would need more people to do it though because man tattoo is a full-time thing bro it's it, it's it's a thing well, but if we could get some cameras set up in there and we Get them comfortable enough to be on there with us. That'd be cool, man. Yeah, what I'm trying to say is that. Why you want to branch with us or what? You want us to work downstairs or what? No, what I'm trying to say. You want us to work downstairs or what? Yeah, yeah, buy it. You got to buy it first. (laughs) (laughs) Give us a good deal. Hey, no, but what I'm trying to say, dude, is um, the thing about this podcast is, you know, people listen while I'm working on something else. Mm. People get to like, know, and trust you, and, and, and they listen to the podcast, and they're like, man, dude. Aaron's pretty cool, you know. Man, Caleb's pretty cool. Like, I want. I've been thinking about getting a tattoo, and yeah, for you sure. You know what I'm saying? So why make them more uh, uh, to see the process too and how it goes. Yes. That's another reason why we're doing this right now because it's like tattoos. a lot of people don't don't know what it's like if it's their first time. They don't know what it's like uh, to they're, get a tattoo. They're you know still taboo here in Kerrville. I feel like I feel like they're still kind of looked down upon, but it's starting to get up there. Well, this I have is, people that look at me fucking crazy sometimes. Like, yeah. What the fuck is on your face? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. O- older people for sure. Well, this is uh, like the top four or five conservative uh, cities in the U.S. Dude. 90, what, 99 conviction rate? God damn, man. Yeah. God damn. Take that Love you, judges. Man, dude. <laughs> we did it, y'all. Jeez. How'd it feel? Scale one to ten. You hurt. No, yeah. <laughs> Nah, y'all, it, it really wasn't bad. Like, I thought it was going to be worse on the bottom, but... How's his hand? The top was more tender. So you have... It's pretty light. Do you remember oh, yeah, getting yeah. tattooed prior to this? Do you remember Dude, what it was it felt like? Dude, it was like 10 years ago. Um, yeah. I, I get a lot of people that tell me I have a light hand. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're so, like... Mm, mm, um, I get a lot of clients that tell me I got a light hand. And I, honestly, I feel like I, I, I have the needle that sticks out a certain depth, a certain length, you know what I'm saying? Because I have to, I like to see where I'm going with it. Um, and I let the needle do the work. As an artist, you should just kind of guide it, you know? All you're doing is pretty much just tracing lines, you know, and just shading and not outside of those lines, you know? Um, but there's other artists that, that are heavy-handed from what I've been told. I've had a, I've had an artist that's a heavy-handed artist out of San Diego. You know, he did my, my chest and the, the, the words on my, on my tracks. Yeah, dude, you can feel every letter. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you could feel the machine go like they're forcing that. Yeah, needle. like they're they're pressing hard. But sometimes you have to though. Sometimes you have certain to. areas for sure. Certain areas, certain pe- people's skin can be a little bit more uh, uh, thick. You know, more leathery. You know, so so you got to do what you got to do to get it in there so that it looks good. You know, but um, what yeah, you, so you think about right? that machine? Oh, that's badass! That's crazy, dude. Yeah, so these are uh, these are not the cheapest machines, but they're 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 up there. That that's a Bishop Wand. I would say they're probably some uh, of the best right there. That's, that's one of the best tattoo guns you can buy right now. Six hundred bucks for the machine, and then the battery pack's about three hundred. I thought you were gonna plug in. I'm like, hey, we got outlets. You're like, dude, all I need Shit. is my backpack. All I need is my we, backpack. We pull up and we'll it. show out. We do parties. <laughs> really? I mean, I wish. I wish. We if it was legal, we would be but, cool, uh, man. Yeah, it's now not legal, being, so. being that you got a shop you got to keep everything legit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um but yeah we just trying to get into this convention scene man we're trying to do another convention there's one this weekend but they haven't emailed me back so it's kind of short notice mm. to, to go and do that really why don't you start an annual uh curville tattoo convention man, dude there's so many possibilities like we live in a one. yeah and and networking is so important too so we live in a in an era that right now hundreds thousands of people are going to be watching us yeah and watching this and seeing, you know, what happened right here. And it, there's no excuse. Like, there's no excuse to not be able to get your name out there. Yeah. And start a social media. Um, and, promote, and promote, promote. Promote. Dude, get. All my, all my clients down there come off of social media. Instagram, yeah. Snapchat, Facebook, TikTok. <laughs> all of them. You know what y'all could do is, like, have have an annual convention. Dude, have a quarterly convention. And y'all could swap out, like, different shops and be like, hey, look. Um. I'm good at this, but he may be better at that. Just like you said, you yeah, know. Well, I had some clients come in the other day, and and uh, they wanted a certain style of tattoo, and I can do that style, but it's not my forte. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I do more like realism, black and gray, and stuff like that. I started breaking into the color scene a little bit more. It just takes longer for color. The color does. You know, you got to really saturate the skin and get it to where the looking that you want. But there's another artist that pretty much specializes in that, so I send them their way. Shout out Daniela. Um, yeah, shout out Daniela. Um, so, so I, it's more of her forte, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, going back to the reader's choice, she ended up getting the first place tattoo artist. Best tattoo artist. Best tattoo artist. Shout out LJ too. Um, and, uh, and I didn't even know that we were doing an individual deal. So, and I ended up getting second best tattoo artist in town. So Man. that's kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? It's very I'm coming for all of y'all. Cool. Yeah. But that's what I do. Coming for everyone. What yeah. Thing? Yeah, it's 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 just like uh, that's just our first year, man. We got more stuff, you know. what I'm saying that we're trying to do and trying to build, and and uh, I see uh, AG Studios too. You know what I'm saying? Pro- not gonna be in Kerrville, but it's, I see it in the future. So yeah, that's gonna Fredericks- be pretty cool. You know, I'm thinking about burning San Antonio. There's a lot of money in uh, Fredericksburg. <clears throat> I was gonna tell y'all, um, man. Before we go, I mean, just thank y'all. I wanted to talk about the process. It, y'all made me feel comfortable. I didn't feel out of place, um, and it, it didn't hurt. Yeah, it didn't hurt. I, I mean, at yeah. the beginning, I couldn't he remember what I was going to say. I was kind of <laughs> nervous. And I'm like, man, it's been 10 years, dude. I can't, I can't remember. I ate it. Yeah, it's easy, dude. So um, y'all check out AG Studios. Where y'all located? How does somebody get a hold of you? Um, and anything else you want off your chest, please, please so, tell, tell So Kirkville. you can get – we are located in between the Donut Palace and the Laundromat. That's right there on the police station site. So we're 843 Sydney Baker Suite 102. They have a uh, vape shop and there's a Boost Mobile. A little Boost Mobile. A little vape tienda shop. They got too. a little Mexicana tienda that's there. And uh, we're in between them. And uh, yeah, dude. So my number is 830 370 7677. You can call me, text me, 
uh, whatever you want to do is more comfortable. I usually have that on me all the time, so it's easier mm-hmm. for me to, to answer those. But keep in mind that we do get hit up a lot. So it's like uh, I, I, I reply to in order that they're received. Do you That's know what good. I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, all right, I got to message this one back. I'm swamped. The messages, got to message that one good, back. Dude. Um, you can hit us up on Facebook under Aaron Garza or AG Studios. We all have a connection to the AG Studios Facebook. So if you want to specifically speak with Caleb, you can message the shop page and and Caleb will reply if you just mention the artist you want to work with. You know what I'm saying? So we have we all have access to the messages. We all have, you know, so that way you can get a hold of us there or on Instagram, uh, AG Studios Custom Inc. That's mine. Caleb's just Curb Appeal. Curb Appeal. Uh, I'm on all all social medias, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. My phone number is 830-496-6574. You can get a hold of me. Like I, like he said, I'm, I'm going down the list, so just be patient. Yeah, I man. appreciate everybody who comes to me, man. If it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't be as far as I am today, and my life would not be how it is right now, so I appreciate I wanna, it. I'm grateful. I show I'm very you, John, grateful. a picture of... See if I have it, bro. It's it's a picture of. I'm gonna show, were you gonna show him the one uh, with Quan? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show my favorite. That so, from that to. So this is this now, is Caleb's you know I mean? first tattoo. I'll put him up on the podcast. This was Caleb's first tattoo out of the shop, right? When I when I talked to him, I was like, bro, your line work is good, is great. I said, you just gotta work on some contrast. You know what I'm saying? Throw, don't be afraid of the darks because when we talk about tattoos, it's a lot of gradations. You know what I'm saying? If you if you're doing a portrait and you shade the nostril wrong you don't fucked up the portrait mm. it's no longer that person you know what i'm saying so so when he started off he was really light with his work so i told him don't be afraid of the contrast get in there feel confident be comfortable but tackle it you know what i'm saying mm. so this is a picture of his first tattoo that he did right out of the shop and you see the line work bold lines good line work yeah. you know what I'm saying? but it's very light you could still go back in there and darken it up and now this is this is what he's doing now so this is the type of work he's doing now. Whoa. This is a, a comparison photo right here. Whoa, dude. You could have quit on that first <clears> one. <throat> you could have said, hey, I'm done, dude. I... Yeah. Yeah. So what? Man. Hey, y'all check out their social media. Yeah, that's so photorealism is what we. I like to. Fo- I like to do photorealism, so that's that's my forte. But I'm I'm fluent in all styles, man. I think uh, my portfolio. You go through my portfolio. It's, I'm I'm fluent in all of them. So but photorealism is what I like to do. Dot work, um, like the speckled look. You know what I'm saying? The flowers with the little dots in them. And jab, dot and work, jab, dot work, color. color. Uh, even little, uh, what are those uh, traditional? We, we can do it all. We man. can do it all, man. It's, it's For, uh, really people that do uh, photorealism, like me and him, you really can do anything. Man. Mm-hmm. Like we're copying exactly what we see. So, I mean, like, mm-hmm. you look at Caleb Sleeve. Yeah, he's, yeah. Got, he's got all my artwork on him right hey, there. John Wick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go back, Keanu Reeves. Man, he's a humble man too. Yep. Very, very, very humble. humble. Yeah. Uh, you know, he in his position, the way he treats anybody and everybody it's just like we were talking earlier you know just just treat people like you we're children. all children of god you know but all the same. not trying to preach to anybody y'all i'm a sinner too but anyways it, it, yeah dude but um, like going back to the shop we also have a, a another artist who's uh coming up you know denver and we also have uh dara dara does cosmetics um she's badass at what she does so anybody out there looking to get like their cosmetics their eyebrows and stuff like that She's and cold. Up, she's really cold at what she does. She's an amazing artist. Um, and Denver, Denver well. too. Denver man. started. 
putting out, man, about about a year ago. And he's and he's been he's, he's been watching. He just be watching, he's talented, he's bro. Good. Talented. You know Don't saying? worry about them. I'm watching his. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. What I'm like, like he's 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 gonna get to the points like like the way Caleb was, and you know what I'm saying, where he started off into what he's doing now. Do, I see that potential in them. Do I have, like, competitions within the AG Studios? Like, I, I think that's really healthy within a company. Like, uh, Tinsley Realty Group, dude, we me, have me competitions. Go at it. I think sure. him me and, and I, we're always, we're always like, man, to, what you got going on today? Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, that's badass. I'm going to try to show you up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Good. Like, yeah, it keeps yeah, you yeah. on your But game, it keeps dude. you on your toes. And going back to what we was talking about earlier, uh, uh, the ego and comparing, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? There's a quote that, that uh, it says, comparison is... Uh, is, uh, the thief of joy. Yeah, because you're never gonna be that person. You know what I'm saying? Like you're never gonna There's be always that someone person. Better you could me. always try your best to become as good as, but you're never gonna be that person. So don't bring yourself down because you're not there yet. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people tear themselves down when they start comparing their progress, and it's not what that person has. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But honestly, and I've told Caleb this before. I was like, he's, we have conversations within ourselves as, as well. Man, I just feel I'm not going to be successful, or I'm not doing this right, or I'm not doing that. And I was like, man, where were you a year ago? Hey, man, you got to remember you know what that. I'm like, we were all tat we were at a tattooing out of the house, you know what I'm saying? And now we're a professional shop, you know what I'm saying? Best shop in town, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, like how's that not success? That's, hey, that's inspirational. You know cool. <laughs> well, me and Leslie were just talking. Uh, the owner of Jam, one of the owners of Jam. Um, sometimes you got to stop and realize that the life you're living today is what you begged God on your knees for at one point in your life, you know? Um, and, and then what you're begging God on your knees for right now, someday you may have it. You gotta put in the work, you know? But like what what you have today, did you did you even fathom when you were in prison? Man, heck no, man. I'm, you know? I'm my own boss. I do what I want. I make hella money. He got a good boss too, you know? His boss is all right. Man, yeah. hey, <laughs> don't get it twisted. Aaron is like one of my best friends, so he's, if it wasn't, I, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be as far. You know, I give I give a lot of thanks to Aaron. Man. Yeah. He's a good people, man. Hey, what y'all think about the Curvo podcast, dude? I like oh, it, man. Dope. This is our actually our first podcast. So if, uh, if I was like sweating or if I'm a little, you know, nervous, it's it's uh. And going back, I'm a comedian. <laughs> when I'm not under the spotlight, he put me in the spotlight, bro, and I'm like, that, 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 that's yeah. all, folks. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> so the other day, uh, we uh we got invited to go speak to the youth, right, uh, at a Christmas dinner, and they wanted us to tell them our story because Caleb has. Uh, a history with, you know, uh, growing up in, in, in the... In I was actually in those... In those programs, those right? programs that we were going to speak to. So, yeah. so cool. it's like we get up there and they want to show... Cool. They, they use us as a, as a success story, you know, from from prison to owning businesses and now we're, we're just entrepreneurs and, life. and getting better and doing better choices with our life and telling the kids the same thing, you know what I'm saying? And I get up there and I'm done, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm freaking out, dude. Yep. I'm like, man, but outside, before they put me up on the, on the, on the podium, I was like chopping it up with everybody. Yep. Hey, how you doing, man? What's this? Yeah. And then you get under the spotlight, you're like, oh, shit. That's me. Yeah, that's that me. shit was scary. Uh, the more, so if you go back and look at like episode one through 10, I that's how I was. But these uncomfortable situations create the you. That, yeah. You know, that all those uncomfortable conversations, messing up, all that created who I am today. And I'm still trying to work and, and hone in my skill of of um getting what's in here to somebody else in the most beautiful way possible it conversation is a is a skill it's just art it's an art an art of communication it, it is it's a good dude. book dude um <laughs> that's a good book how to win friends and influence mm -hmm. people i know it sounds cliche but that book right there will change will, will change your money put you game. on your game for real yes especially yeah. if you're selling shit yes yeah, yeah. absolutely
Hey, y'all, we got to go, dude. Y'all come back. Um, I want y'all to know that this was actually, dude, I was expecting it to be like three times more painful. Yeah. You did great, man. Yeah. Um, thank you for having us. Dude, yeah, thank y'all. Y'all come back. Dude, y'all start a podcast. I'm telling you, yeah, dude. You need to. Start one. All right, y'all. might have to rent the spot here right, since you already dude? got the setup. Hey, um, <laughs> Texas Hill Country Podcast Network, dude. Y'all can have a podcast at their studio, too. So, okay. so there's always a way, dude. There's always a way. Y'all have a blessed one. Thank you for listening to the Kerbal Podcast. You guys, man. Thank Absolutely. You. And AG Studios, y'all please. That's right. Y'all check out AG Studios. Uh, and, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, all that good stuff. That's yeah. right. All right, y'all. Thank you. All right, peace.